I missed him so. He wore a typical Rocky-esque uniform underneath his white down jacket, khaki pants, and a long-sleeved Batman t-shirt. A cupid earring dangled from his right ear. Every year about this time, he wore it to remind me to come to the St. Valentine's Day feast. Without thinking, I blurted out, I see you and Cupid are still advertising our... I bit my tongue. There'd be no our St. Valentine's Day feast this year for Prodigal Bell. Sorry, I muttered. No problem, he rushed to say. And then an awful silence descended on us like a cold gray fog. When I was still a member of his church, befittingly named the Rock House, I never missed the event. Rocky would tell stories of St. Valentine, we'd eat candy conversation hearts, listen to live music, and share abundant amounts of food and laughter. It was Rocky's way of making sure the lonely hearts wouldn't spend the evening alone. There with my church family, not only did I get heaps of love, I could give out some from my meager supply. That, and we always had a chocolate fountain. What was I going to do now? I tried not to think about the sting I'd felt when Rocky kicked me out of his church. I didn't want to think about anything that had happened six weeks ago. Still, I figured whatever brought him to my door had an olive branch attached to it, and I'd be willing to do whatever he asked, short of sin, to reconcile with him. Rocky hung up his jacket, kicked out of his Birkenstocks, and headed over to my rose-colored velvet sofa and sat. I followed, plopping down beside him. So, what's the offer, Godfather? He stared at me. Did you gain weight? Because I know it's rude to kill your loved ones, I let that one slide and gave him a polite smile. But I did grab a mudcloth throw pillow to cover my expanding waistline. So what's the offer, Rocky? He gushed in a most ungodfatherly way. I want you to go to a meeting with me. It's only going to be the way coolest event you've been to in forever. I cuddled the pillow and eyed him cautiously. He didn't mean the Valentine's Day feast. I braced myself. Rocky's idea of way cool could be scary. Can you be a little more specific? He didn't answer, just reached out and touched my hand rubbing his thumb across my knuckles. I really missed you. Oh, man. That small gesture, him touching the hand nobody held anymore, had the effect of a pebble in a pond, creating ripples of unexpected sadness that circled out of my soul. Lord have mercy. I didn't fling myself at him, begging like a rhythm and blues singer for him to keep loving me, not to give up on me. 
but something in me wished I could. I didn't want to marry Rocky, or even date him. He had never been the love of my life. In that moment, I simply wanted to banish the nearly incarnate loneliness that had been dogging my heels as a solemn, maddening companion, shuffling me through all those days without my best friend, Rocky. And without my husband, Jazz. I gazed up at him with my own version of puppy eyes. I missed you too, Rocky. We let a bit of silence sit between us on the sofa like a third and very quiet presence. Our heads hung low. Apparently, we were both still smarting over the pain of separation. Minutes passed.